The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. I don't even understand. I don't. What is? I don't even understand. It's the five count. What's there to not understand? I mean, I don't understand how it's happened. I mean, what, uh, is this something? Is it's that? It's been something for nearly two decades, done something no one listens to ever. Nobody ever. To my knowledge, okay. Well, but no one ever talks to me either, so it's hard for me to gauge. We don't have much to live up to then, so that's okay. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, too, for the last three hours. Yeah. Ton said, hey, hurry up. It's time to do the show. Then I waited for him for an hour. Yeah. And then he walks in here, and he's got the nerve to say to me, what's your problem? (laughs) I didn't say what's your problem. Are you effing joking me? I didn't say that. As my former friend ton would say i said what's happening taking a little break there dusty was like basically asleep laying down on the couch which can't blame him wish i could have done that can't blame me because i was in here for an hour i thought the church meeting would be over but it wasn't there's more important things than church ton one of them is public radio you know i'll try to think about that the next time yeah the next time the two are hanging in the balance. Okay. Thank you so much. Speaking of hanging in the balance, ton is all man, despite what you've heard. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Wow. Yeah, you know, I now wonder about that situation with my hair. If if there's ever a situation where someone looks at me from behind and they're like, oh, let's take a look at that. And then I turn around, and they see the beard and they're like, oh, man, oh, I wonder if that's ever happened happened to me did it really like five minutes ago <laughs> keep forgetting man you know i just been waiting to see you at drop off at aces each morning i look around and i'm just waiting to see my pal and you're never there tons referring to the ace of base summer camp that yeah. he and i are enrolled in yeah it's a six-week program it's really awesome. And I always think we're going to meet up and high five, but I never see you. Maybe you need Ever. to open up your eyes and see the sign. Open your eyes. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, I'll try to see the sign tomorrow. All right, Ton, no more goofing off here because I got some big news. Really? About tonight's program. What kind, what kind of news? Couple couple points I need to make. First of all, I don't know that you can handle tonight's program. What do you come on now? What is what is this? Number two, the rest of you gentle listeners out there, put the kids to bed because tonight's show is going to be heavy duty. I mean, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to build things up, but it kind of sounds like number two for you to think that I can't handle it. Listen, do you want to know who's on the program yeah. tonight? Yeah, Our I do. special guest? Yeah. And Our better, exclusive interview? It better not be number two is what I'm saying. What I'm saying, Ton, is run for the hills because we have singer, founder, guitarist for Wasp, Blackie Lawless, <laughs> you idiot, on the show tonight. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Wow! <laughs> How do you like them apples? <laughs> I never would have thought of that in a million years. This is going to be the greatest show of this year. Now you can see where I'm coming from. Wow! Are you prepared? No. Could you ever be prepared? I don't think so. I don't think there's a way to get prepared for something like that at all. I know. I guarantee you, the stressor mons out there—they're probably. Yeah. Quaking in their boots. Strudel sakes. Yeah, they have no idea what's happening. Blackie Lawless on the program tonight. Dude, that is that is heavy duty for real. Well, I think this program, the five count, has been known to heavy up the duty. Yeah. If you don't mind me saying. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. That's exciting stuff. I'm that's great. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Wasp is coming to the Fillmore in Minneapolis on August 16th. That's crazy. I didn't tell you about it because I figured you'd probably puke and cry. I mean, I don't think I'm going to do those things, but um, definitely, uh, you know, feel like throwing up some yesterday's lunch. I don't know. Maybe. He was going to say devil horns, but then he remembered he just went to a six hour church meeting. Yeah. What's happened to you, Tony? You used to be about the metal. Now you're meddling in church affairs. I'm still about the metal. I'll still listen to metal music. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about, but I will be doing it for another uh, two hours. We still have tickets to a metal show. Heaviest possible show of our lives. If we're still friends by then. By next year. We'll see what happens. All right. You know, I was just writing a eulogy for you just in case things got bad. And I was talking about how loyal and amazing you are and the best friend a guy could ever wish for. And now I'm starting to like second guess all the nice things that I said. No, all that's still true. What's well, not the loyal part? It, when I say I'll do something, then I say it and then I'll do it. <laughs> Including taking every, telling everyone to take a hike. That's well, if need be. Uh-huh. All right. Just saying. You're running wild in the streets with Wasp tonight. Yes. yes. Ton, what else is happening? I don't know. Got five count mailbag questions. Got uh, messages left on the five count hotline answering machine doohickey. That's beautiful. Did you know that's a thing? We have our own voice service. I know all about it. For you listening out there, Southern Minnesota, if you'd like to contact us, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, send us a text message, please do so at 507-519-2030. 
It's the five count hotline. If you're outside of the southern Minnesota listening area, you could call it still. Ton doesn't know this, but we are on the internet. Yes, you can still call it. I mean, from any cell phone nowadays, it's not a problem. 507-519-2030. Let me ask you about Wasp. How do you feel about Wasp? Love it. I mean, most of it. Did you listen to them uh, as a kid growing up? No, not as a kid. No, I didn't think so. You seemed kind of soft. Didn't listen to Wasp until upper teens. Upper teens, probably. And then what happened? Uh, nothing. What do you mean? Kept listening to it. What do you want? Just wondering how come you never have your shirt off so everyone can see your <laughs> back tat of Black yes. Lawless. Yes. Dude, that's a really funny story that you have, actually. I think I've told it several times. Yeah. But... Can, we you, can you imagine, though, seriously? How many Blackie Lawless tats do you have currently? Me, currently? Yeah. Um, zero. So could you imagine having one? Well, now that you mention it. Yes. I feel kind of foolish not having one. Would you go for the back or would you go for the chest or the arm? I'd go for the face. Right over your face? Yeah. In hopes that you'd look like more like him? Can you do? Can you tattoo a face over your face so then your face looks like a different face? I mean, you certainly can try. Has there been success in that? Do you know? I don't know if I would call any of it a success. I mean, I personally haven't seen a successful tattoo transformation of the face, but I've certainly seen tattooed faces. I know you do that thing with your eyebrows because for some reason you permanently shaved them off. Yeah. But then still want the appearance of eyebrows so yeah. you just kind of did like tattoo sharpie style yeah tattoo check marks it's fine when did that thing come into uh into vogue as madonna would say honestly i'm not sure i'm guessing this is pure speculation but i'm guessing it started in the latina community somewhere back i don't know when maybe even the 80s but they i think were probably the first to like do the shave off and then the 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 perfectly penciled eyebrows and then probably at some point easily one of them was like just tat them on and then it caught on i don't know that's what i'm guessing how it how it took place i don't know though I mean, that's all spec. That's just me guessing stuff. I have no idea. What kind of other fun things do you think we could tattoo on ourselves? I've seen people have tattoos in their eyeballs. Yeah. Does it have to be on our face necessarily? Or I mean, I guess whatever appendages you think might need sprucing up. Yeah. I always like the little surprise one on the inside of the lip. You have no idea, and you pull your lip down, and it says something. Can you do a lip pull down, like, just randomly to whoever you happen to walk past? I mean, I, you... Like an unsolicited lip pull down? I mean, sure. Why not, right? You could think of some reasons why not. I mean, I can think of more... Of, a pandemic time. I can think of more offensive things than just a lip pull down. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know what we're talking about. It's not like a pants pull down. Gotta be honest, Ton, I'm stalling because I'm second guessing my own metalness really? to be able to handle tonight's program. Are you serious right now? Come on. I thought for sure I was a shoe in, but now I'm not so sure. Didn't you put this thing together? I did it in chunks. I couldn't do it all in one sitting. Wow. It's too metal. Wow. Yikes. You're telling me. Dude. Is the whole thing wasp? The good, entirety? Good chunk of it. Wow. It's good sting. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's come on. Just rip off the band-aid. Let's do it. Okay. Well, Ton, you are an L-O-V-E machine, so yes. I could see why you'd be excited. Get out that calamine lotion, ladies.
Everybody, this is Rudy Sarzo, but you're listening to the Five Count. I 
This is Ross the Boss, and you're listening to The Five Count. Best heavy metal around. The best there is. The best there ever will be. We're back. 
Here we are. It's the five count. Yes. If you want to be somebody, this is the show you listen to. That was some wasp. Blackie Lawless is on the program tonight. Oh, yeah. Bet you didn't see that coming. I I did not at all. I didn't. I really didn't. I had no idea. Been working on that one for years. It's finally come together. Man. 40 years of wasp this year. They were 20 when we started, I think. That's crazy. Now we're all old. Except for me. Very youthful looking. Yeah. That's true. I'm like an 18 year old with a peekaboo horseshoe. <laughs> Whatever a that means. Peekaboo horseshoe. Wow. Ton, I got some questions sent to the five count mailbag. Okay. Here's one Five count dudes. Most days, there's a portable thing in front of Cashwise in New Ulm selling brats, hot dogs, and pop, etc. Did you see the new Flash movie? Love John in New Ulm. It's a two-parter. Wow. So, what, I mean, the first first part wasn't a question. He was just telling us that there's a brats truck. You were talking a lot about hot dogs last week. Yeah. He's saying they have hot dogs in New Ulm. You could eat them. What a time to be oh, alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about just going to a hot dog truck thing. Yes. Well, okay. So we need to go to New Ulm or where was it again? In front of Cashwise. In New Ulm. I don't know what Cashwise is. Is that a laundromat or something? Cashwise Foods. Oh. It's a grocery store. We're going to have to investigate. Have you seen the new Flash movie? If you went to one of those trucks, would you order a hot dog or a brat? Um, I'd order a brat because I'm a man. Yeah. What kind of question is that? I'm just asking. Hot dogs are for children. Okay. It's fine. Hope I've made myself clear. <laughs> I mean, that's how you feel. That's fine. Okay. Uh, no, I haven't seen this Flash movie. I'd like to, though, right? I saw a movie once called Flesh Gordon. Um, That's a probably an off-air discussion but uh the new flash movie is the one with the michael keaton batman return right i don't think michael keaton was in flesh gordon i don't yeah i don't think i don't think okay yeah there was a guy named bill hunt mm-hmm. it's a pretty manly name what are we talking about talking about the new flash movie oh yeah never heard you got sidetracked haven't seen it sorry probably won't see it i haven't seen it either sorry you won't see it even though it's got original michael keaton batman in there i'll see his clip on youtube and go on with my day that's it that's all i got time why don't you like anything i just told you i watched flesh gordon three times before i came here gross why three times though a lot of nuance one of those films that you keep seeing new things every time you watch mm, it. Mm, okay. You know, I think I, you know, I believe you in some kind of way. Thanks. Wow. Hey, okay. I got a got another thing for you here if you're awake. It's a voicemail. Someone called the five-count hotline and they left it. Oh, wow. They recorded their voice and now you can hear it later. Isn't that awesome? 
Yeah, it seems awesome. Hey there, this is uh, Jerry from uh, Rochester. I am reporting live from the Madison East Mall. Oh, a lady just looked at me. I am in front of the old Musicland store. I mean, the, the benches are still the same. There's a bunch of refrigerators out in the hallway they're trying to sell. The place is empty right now. Oh, yeah! But, yeah, I went down the old hallway where the Aladdin's Castle was, the arcade. The psychiatric uh, evaluation place now, so I didn't, I didn't go too far down. But, uh, man, this is cool. The whole mall is, like, empty. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I just thought I'd let you know. You guys want to come down? I'll be by the food court over here checking it out. And, uh, you know, just hanging out. Look at that. There's a dance studio here, too. Oh, man, this is on Rasmussen University. That used to be, like, a big department store, J.C. Penney down there. I mean, this is unbelievable. There's no one here. There's no one. <laughs> wow. Love the echo. Uh, he's not wrong. I think it was a, no, it wasn't a Lewis's. It was a, it was a Woolworths. Woolworths. There you go. Thank you. Where Rasmussen is. I don't remember this Aladdin's castle business at all. That sounds made up. I think it is made up and haunted. Sounded kind of haunted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, I frequent the Madison East mall, um, for work. He's one of those old guys who walks laps around. No, I, I support some stuff in multiple different areas of that building. So, um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I've been in there. Yes, the benches are all exactly the same. Those skylights and the little the little benches with the plants growing in them. It's lovely. That's about it. It's about all. <laughs> so that's full of ghosts and old people who are soon to be ghosts. Yeah, maybe. It depends on the time of day you're there, too. There's there's quite a few walkers in there. Like zombies? Typically. No, just older people that like to get their exercise by walking around that mall. Oh, people walking, you mean? Yeah. Do they have walkers? If you're a zombie walker and you need a walker, is that too redundant or what are you? I mean, I'm okay with it if you were, you know, in need of a walker. Okay. As a zombie walker. Just thought I'd ask. I haven't really seen people walking through that mall with a walker. But, you know, I see people at various different speeds. Not everybody's on the same speed level. Is that why you go there to show off? No. I like, told, hey, look how fast I can walk. I told you my work takes me there. Eat my time. dust, old Eat man. my dust. Uh, oh, yeah. Normally, I just go directly into the section of the building that I that I need to work on stuff in, but occasionally, I walk through there to get to another part. Tun has a skeleton key for the entire city. He just goes where he pleases. I do have something. I do have some keys that can get me in places, but it's all changing to badge access now. He got the key to the city, but they actually accidentally gave him the key to the city the key so now he can just open up every door every single door he was gonna bring it back but you know got busy yeah i haven't gotten around to it yet (laughs) oh wouldn't that be something you could go to long john silvers whenever you wanted that doesn't exist anymore but oh would have been nice you must not get uptown very often 
Long John Silver's is now to now a Scooter's Coffee. Oh, no. I spend most of my time sitting in here waiting for you. It's a little, <laughs> it's one of those little huts. They completely tore down Long John Silver's and built one of those little hut coffee shop places that you just drive through it. I'm pretty sure it's a hut. Sounds dumb. Scooter's Coffee. Unless you work there and want to give me free coffee, then it sounds awesome. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I don't know. Have you tried listening to Wasp? Yeah, I have. And you've succeeded. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm still alive, if that's what you mean. Listen, Ton, Wasp is coming to Minneapolis on August 16th awesome. at the Fillmore. You know how I know? Because I'm friends with Blackie Lawless. Yes. And he's on the program tonight. You are so cool, Dust. He's on the program right now. Oh, man. Brace yourself. Awesome. It's Blackie Lawless on the five count. We're on the phone with the one and only Blackie Lawless from Wasp. They're on their 40th Never Stops World Tour. It's coming to Minneapolis August 16th at the Fillmore. Blackie, how's it going today? Good, thanks. You? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Well, first of all, Wasp announcing uh, the 40th Never Stops World Tour for later this summer. And I know you're playing, what, 33 cities in about as many days. I mean, you guys are definitely uh, still firing on all cylinders here. Well, you know, when you go out on the road, you got 20 or something people with you. The the meter's running at all time, you know. So um, we've never really been keen on days off, to be honest with you. You know, it's we like to get out there and just do whatever we're gonna do when we're there. How often can you sit, you know, in a in a hotel room and twiddle your thumbs, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I know you guys just uh, wrapped up the European leg of the tour recently. How, right. How's the tour been so far? How's it been going? Well, you know, we did we did the first U.S. leg last fall, and you know, we just finished three months in Europe. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, it's. It's been really special. I've not had this a feeling about a tour since, honestly, the very first one we did in 1984. This has been incredibly special. The audiences have been unbelievably responsive, and it's um, and I know it sounds like sales hype, but it's 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 just a fact. I mean, there's a lot of nights when I say good night, these audiences are so loud that I have to scream as loud as I possibly can to be heard coming out of the PA over their volume, you know, with them hollering and cheering. I know you guys are also playing uh, with Armored Saint. It's been about 40 years for those guys, too. I know you guys go way back. Yeah, we all started at the same time. There was, as a matter of fact, there was, when we did the the U.S. run last fall, there was a show that we had done on... uh, it was October 30th. It was it was a Halloween show in 1982 that we did at the Troubadour, and we played exactly 40 years later to the date. We were this time we were in uh, I think we were in Phoenix, but I mean, what's the chances of any band lasting 40 years? It's almost impossible. And then to have two bands play together on the same night 40 years later, man, the planets have to align for that to happen. I mean, that just does not happen. Definitely. I don't know. Wasp is going to be in Minneapolis August 16th at the Fillmore and, and then uh, August 18th at the RCU Theater in Eau Claire. And 
I mean, Wasp, you guys have uh, quite a history, I know, in Minnesota here, especially a lot of fans here. It's going to be an awesome show. Yeah, well, you know, we've been uh, been really fortunate to have people, you know, in that area, and they're, you know, really latch onto us, and they've been lifelong fans. And actually, the night of that show is almost 40 years ago to the day that uh, the first album was released. I mean, does, does that seem like it's been 40 years ago since that first one came out? In some ways, it feels like, you know, a couple of months ago and some way of, you know, put a zero on that 40, you know, <laughs> so it's, a, there's been, you know, a ton of water under the bridge, you know, and again, for any band that does this for a long period of time, first of all, you got to be blessed because you have to be, you have to have a fan base that you're going to take for that lifelong journey. Sure. And you have to have people who are willing to invest in you to do that. And there's got to be something that, they identify with a band to do that. And it's not, I'm not speaking just about us, I'm talking about any band, you know? So like I said, for them to be willing to put that investment into something for that long of a period of time, and then for us as a band to, to go all this many years and to see all these, in some ways there's been huge changes in some ways there's been no changes at all, you know? So it's, um, quite a remarkable journey i've been able to live because of this support that we've had this love from the fan base i've had an extraordinary life and it's um you know it's not without its ups and downs you know not everybody's life is going to be that way to a degree but i think with again any band that that's or any performer any entertainer that does it for this long of a period of time and has done it at a high level their lives are going to have some extraordinary moments. In them. Yeah, you guys have had a, a hell of a ride. Can you talk a bit about, you know, some of the controversy you guys went through, you know, back in the day with, you know, the PMRC that they kind of helped you guys sell more albums than ever. But, uh, you know, you also had like the death threats and all the craziness around that. I mean, are you still maybe having some PTSD from, you know, all the stuff that you guys went through back then? Any band that goes through anything like that, and most bands won't, but when you go through extremes like that, it will change the way you look at things. It changes the way you live. Um, it just thrusts you into a spotlight that you're not, no one is ever prepared for. And it really, yeah, hey, listen, you, we, we had so much advanced publicity with everything that was going on. It put us into a place that it's rarefied air. And it wasn't always a good thing because it led to us getting shot. I got shot at twice threats because of that. I mean, the FBI had to come in a couple of times, you know, and stay with us. It, it, it got to be extraordinary. And it, it's one of those things that never really ever goes away. And it changes the way you, you live. It changes pretty much everything you do. And, like I said, even to this day, I still feel the effects of it, and not in always in a good way. Sure. Well, I know there have been uh, lineup changes over the last 40 years, of course, but, um, you know, you've kind of been the guy who has been there since the beginning. I mean, that's got to feel good for you to look out and, you know, see the sold-out crowds that are still coming to see you guys. Well, the band that I have, you know, we've been together largely. I mean, the drummer's been with us going on 10 years now, but... The other, the guitar player and the bass player have been here 
you know, close to 30 years. I mean, their tenure has been a long, long time, longer than any other previous members. So this is a cohesive unit, to say the least. And, uh, and I'm proud of that, you know, because quite honestly, and I, allow me to toot my horn here for a second. I'm not speaking of myself, but speaking about them, they're one of the best bands in the world. I say that without shame and without, you know, uh, they're incredible. Well, what's the uh, status of uh, a new Wasp album? I've read you guys are maybe stockpiling some new music. Uh, would there be? Maybe yeah, we a- are. We're working. We had, from the time the U.S. tour ended, we went straight back in the studio. We were working really hard to try to get it ready for August of this year, but it's just not going to happen. It's one of those kind of things that I think we got a big fish on the hook, and I don't want to let it go before it's ready. So I would guess, you know, I was talking to the, the guy that does, um, you know, our, the mixing for our records yesterday, and he asked me what I thought, and I said the best I could tell him would be spring of next year that we'll be ready for him. So if he starts in spring, that means the soonest it would be ready would be summer. Well, that's awesome news that we're going to see that sooner than later. And, of course, you guys will be on the road here again in Minneapolis, August 16th at the Fillmore. Uh, Blackie, I wanted to ask you, I don't know how often this comes up, but uh, your memories of, of filming the movie Dungeon Master, was that a, was that a fun time for you? Or? We were just starting, and there was L.A. Times, ran a huge article on us. And you got to remember, we were an unsigned band at the time. So for, you know, a newspaper like the size of the LA Times to be running a feature story on us, that was a big deal. And the guy's name was Charles Band, that was the director and producer of uh, the the film company. And he was looking for something because he was doing this thing with uh, Richard Mall from Night Court. And Richard and I ended up playing the same, basically the same part in the movie. And uh, so he was looking for, for something to, to play off Richard with. And so he got a hold of us, and one thing led to another, and we did it. And, you know, it's funny. We were thinking about the song that we did for the movie. We were entertaining using the idea for this uh, tour that we're on right now. We did not end up using the song for the tour, but I went back and I looked at the footage from the, the film. That film is pristine looking. I mean, it's just... The quality of the film that it was shot on was fantastic, and it was shot really, really well, and I wish we could use it in the show, but like I said, we ended up not doing the song. It's kind of a shame. Well, I know that movie is uh, kind of a cult classic now, and um, mm-hmm. I guess you never know what uh, what might connect with people uh, down the road um, when you're starting out. You never know. That's the thing. You know, you you throw it all in a pot and mix it up, and you know sometimes things stick, sometimes they don't. Well, Blackie, I know you're busy. As we mentioned, the tour and the, the new album coming up. Is there anything else maybe we should be watching out for? Uh, just, you know, for everybody to get ready. You know, we're coming to that area. We have intentions of hurting people once we get there. I mean, that's this whole show has been, it, it looks like a giant carnival. It's, um, it's kind of half circus, half road warrior, you know, uh, half rock and roll extravaganza. It's, it's a really... And I know this sounds like hype, but it's true. I mean, we built an arena-sized show to take into theaters, and it is massive. There's no other way to describe it. I mean, when you see this, you'll understand what I'm saying. I mean, we spent a fortune on it, but it looks spectacular. You know, so, like I said, it's designed to transport people back into another time. Because one of the things that we kept hearing from people 
when we we started this and i would love to take credit for it but i really can't it's just we did instinctively what we thought was right and it ended up connecting with people in a good way because what people were saying is that it took them back genuinely to the early 80s and again we didn't intend to do this it just kind of happened and they said it was so authentically done that the people that had lived through it it was like you know taking them it wasn't a trip down memory lane. It was transporting them back to where they remembered they were. But even for the people who weren't around when it was going on originally, they've seen all the stories. They, they've seen all the, you know, the documentaries, you know, on what happened at that time. They never got a chance to live it. And this show has given them an opportunity to do that. But it's done in a bigness that even we didn't get to do when we first started yeah, that's awesome. That uh, I think that's missing nowadays in uh, in rock and roll, and especially with you guys, you, you've got generations of fans. As you mentioned, a lot of the the younger ones uh, have never actually seen the whole. Yeah, we Wasp. think that's one of the reasons that the, the shows have been selling out because you know we've spent the money we've invested to put it back into the show, and I think you know the people recognize it because you know immediately when we do a show, by the time we're finished, you know three minutes don't go by, and that thing is up on YouTube already. So people all over the world can see what's going on. Well, it's going to be a great show, I know. Again, uh, coming to the Fillmore, August 16th. Uh, it's been an honor speaking with you. I'm a huge fan and uh, definitely excited for uh, the tour and uh, the new album coming up. Thank you so much. I sure appreciate it, bud. Take care now. And again, that was the one and only Blackie Lawless from Wasp. As the 40th Never Stops World Tour makes its way to Minneapolis, coming to the Fillmore on August 16th.
Hey, this is Vivian Campbell from Dio, and this is The Five Count.
This is Tipper Gore's worst nightmare, Bill Lindsay of Impaler, and you're listening to Southern Minnesota's worst nightmare, a fine town daddy.
We're back. Oh, yeah. That was Blackie, you idiot. <laughs> Blackie Lawless. That's awesome. Of Wasp. Man. Yeah, they're coming to Minneapolis on August 16th at the Fillmore. That's crazy. It's going to be so metal. It really is. Ton won't be there because can't handle it. I don't blame him. Remember that movie Dungeon Master? Sort with, of. With Wasp? I sort of remember it. Oh, that song we just heard was from that. Dungeon Master. It was kind of like Tron, except with more dungeons and dragons and yeah. Wasp. Yes. What a time. Something to think about. Man. And the guy from uh, Night Court, Floyd Childs, he'll appreciate that. He loves that show. He's like the bad guy. Bull. That was his name. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Man. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Got some more messages here for you, Ton. Speaking of Floyd shouts, here's a message from the aforementioned William Floyd Schultz. What are your thoughts on flavored slash stuffed bratwursts? Do you have a favorite? I am partial to mushroom and Swiss bratwursts. But you can never go wrong with any cheese stuffed sausage, in my opinion. Signed, Billy Floyd Sausage. (laughs) Billy Floyd Sausage. What do you think? What do you say to that? I'll take a cheese stuffed sausage any day. Take any kind of sausage any way I can get it. At my age. Yeah, I 100% agree. Any cheese stuffed is, is... a-okay in my book i haven't tried this mushroom and swiss i should totally do that so i can tell you this i tend to try different flavored ones when i pick them up and my family dislikes all of them except original that's all they want is the original bratwurst yeah but your family dislikes you so what are you supposed to do about that i don't know I don't know what I could do. I don't know if that's part of it or what, but I love, yeah, I should, I, I will try that mushroom and Swiss. What other sorts of things can you inject into sausage? I like the whole, uh, the pepper jack ones too. Um, I don't know. I've liked the chili uh, or the Philly cheesesteak ones. Those are pretty good. Caramel. I haven't tried that. No. Bratwurst with nougat. Nougat? New, Ted Nugent. <laughs> Ted Nugent, the Ted Nugent, the Ted Nugent bratwurst. You know, that candy bar stuff, however you say that. Nougat, yeah. Nougat worst. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, peanuts and uh, chocolate nougat, like a Snickers brat. Is that a thing, or did I just invent that? I think you invented it. Check, please. Somebody will buy it at the State Fair. Let's set up a cart. Let's do it. I lost interest. Sweet brats. Huh? Huh? Sweet brats. That's what we're talking about right now. Like Fox on the Run? You want a sweet brat or you want a savory brat? Ballroom Blitz brats or what are you talking? Sweet brats. Snickers brat. What about peppermint brats for Christmas time? Peppermint brat. Yeah, dude. Could that be a thing? And then we call everybody brat, but we say it like we're saying brat, brat. Could you inject a... Got your sausage ready, brat. Can you get Kool-Aid brats? Yes, we can make all those things. Just marinate the sausage in Kool-Aid. I mean, you couldn't just like... For like at least 72 hours. Couldn't inject it into the... I feel like it wouldn't be the same. 
like uh, sharkleberry fin brats. What I'm saying is the the Kool Aid brat needs to be like bright red. What are some of your favorite Kool Aid flavors? I don't. I have no idea. What was the one with the octopus? No idea. I haven't ate or drank Kool Aid for decades. But you must have had some at some point. Yeah, when I was a child. Do you remember what I'm talking about out there, people? Kool Aid flavor had an octopus. You like did magic tricks or something? Why don't you just look it up quick? What do I look up? Octopus and white gloves Kool Aid? Yeah, I, octopus Kool Aid flavor. I don't know. Okay. Octopus white gloves Kool Aid. Nope. That was a terrible idea, Ton. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. See. Let me just see. Here. Hey, it's fine. I've already. Are you sure it's white gloves, though? I don't. Not exactly positive the color it's of the gloves, but it wasn't great, octopus. Great blue dini. Yeah, that's it. Great blue dini. Octopus. Did, did you it's, get some great blue dini brats? It's still here. Changes color. Great blue dini. Kool Aid. Wow. How did you find it? Boy, that looks delicious. I thought my Googling would be foolproof. I just put octopus Kool-Aid flavor. Oh. I don't think Sharkle, it tastes like octopus. Sharkleberry fin. Yeah, Great blue dini, rockadile red, pink swamingo, swimmingo. Oh, everyone's favorite was obviously purple saurus rex. Yeah, purple saurus rex. Wow. Tom, I got another message somebody sent to the Five Count Hotline. Okay. They called it and left a message because they wanted you to hear it. Hey, Nick. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't even know my name. I'm so excited. It's uh, Nikki Sticker Maniac here. I um, received my um, Five Count Pledge Drive package, and I couldn't be any more excited. I got all the stickers on the car, and it's almost filled up, but the cool little post-it notes they're going all over there too but to me those are stickers we're gonna stick them on and uh, a couple educational cds or dvds yeah those yeah <laughs> i don't even know what to say about them and who would have thought those are the exact two terminator two cards i needed to uh, fill my collection and then wow this nice rare bill and ted's excellent adventure I'm sure that's worth a ton of money. Well, I just want to thank you again. This is it, seriously, it's really, it's a really fun little pack. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. All done. Another satisfied customer. Wow. Congrats. Congrats. I'm yeah. so glad. Not at all a big, huge, awful waste of money on your part. <laughs> I mean, it legitimately sounds like it wasn't for her, though. She actually loves the stuff. So that's great. Yeah. Well, the joke's on her. If she would have just asked me nicely, I would have sent that stuff to her for free. Yeah. Whoops. I could have just dropped it off on my way to work, honestly. If she'd just tell me where she lived, I mean, whatever. I put she, it on the corner. She lives in that house with the car in the driveway that has all the stickers with your face on yeah. it. That's what I need to be looking out for now. Now everybody's going to know. Yes. That's great. Well... Glad that we were able to get that KMSU pledge drive package sent to you. 
within a eight month period after the end of the <laughs> yeah. pledge. Sorry about that. Wasn't my fault. Wow. Never is. Nope. Don, do you know what you were doing ten years ago? Were you punctual, you think, or were you just being your typical self? Typical self, I'm sure. <clears throat> if you're just joining us, Ton was late, and he asked me, You doing okay? And I passively, aggressively said, Yeah, I'm fine. And then waited until we got on the air to then unload all my grievances. Yeah. So then he couldn't. See, he just has to sit here and take it. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Other times I do other things, like I did 10 years ago with you, Ton. You know how I know? Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. <laughs> Beautiful. June 22nd, 2013. There was all sorts of nonsense going on during this program. As you may remember, last week we discovered that the five count is now from now on a two-hour show when we go back in 10 years i'm excited too <laughs> it says here ton we gave away tickets to see the wwe live that's pretty cool and we played a musical tribute to the late slim whitman and has he been gone 10 years already that's kind of wild we did. We were like on quite a WWE run for a while there. Tons of tickets given out. Yeah, stay tuned next month. Spoiler alert. It says we changed your name to Big JC Wangston. Wow. Not sure why we did that. I don't know either. It's got a nice ring to it, though. Hey, the Dirty Birds joined us. We discussed jock jams in Canada. Oh, yeah, okay. And Tun's new career as a professional painter. Professional? Yeah. Not of the house variety, of the canvas and whatnot. Interesting. Beauty, eh? That's what they say in Canada. Sounds awesome. Sounds like a great program. On all those Jock Jam CDs in Canada. Yes. Y'all ready for this, eh? (laughs) Oh... I'm still not sure why we don't live in Canada. Um, visa issues. Really? Tanya, you've got a lot of outstanding warrants. Seems like If that. anyone would know why, it would be you. <laughs> Seems like that'd be something we could figure out. I can't even figure out how to get back into the present. <laughs> oh, there it is. And we're back. You know, um, how much Kool-Aid do you drink? Um, zero, currently. Okay. I'm a grown-ass man. I was just trying to figure out, like, what's in Kool-Aid exactly. Bratwurst. Is there bratwurst in there? I mean, I could put some Kool-Aid in bratwurst, or I could cut out bratwurst and put it in Kool-Aid. Whichever you prefer. I mean, can I try it both ways and then decide? You have to. People are depending on you. Did you ever just try to eat the powder itself? No, that's dumb. That's dumb. Who would do that? I dumb did. guys. I probably definitely did when I was a kid. How did it taste? Pretty good. Uh, probably. I don't. I don't recall it tasting good. <clears throat> Are you also the kid that would eat like spoonfuls of Baker's chocolate? I don't. Did you just when you were unsupervised? Did you just eat anything that was in the cupboards? No. 
I never did the baker's chocolate. I don't think we had baker's chocolate. Oh, that's why. What do you mean, like chocolate chips? No, like... Like semi-sweet? Baker's chocolate. Like the powder stuff that bakers use when they want chocolate. Oh, like cocoa? You're in love with the cocoa. I didn't do it. I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. I definitely probably tried to eat just a packet of Kool-Aid. Um... Or just like made one glass with an entire packet of Kool-Aid. Probably definitely did that. Probably even did that plus added sugar to it. That explains why you lost your foot at such an early age. Yeah. I mean. Live and learn. I also love, do you remember uh, in the 80s, like just putting sugar onto your cereal that was already sweet? Yeah, I never did that. I was that odd child who ate grape nuts yeah. and unfrosted mini-wheats. Yeah. I was more in, interested in my fiber intake. I remember just putting sugar all over it, everything. That explains how you lost your other foot. Cheerios loaded with sugar. Ton's got no feet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a quick question here before we do something else. Okay. Hi, guys. They say there are no dumb questions, so here goes. If you were to pick a music video on YouTube, would you pick one with a horse-headed musician or a dog-headed musician? Signed, T. Tony Tone. He sent some links to a guy wearing a horse mask playing drums on a bucket in the bathtub. Mm. Might be him. I think it's him. That's definitely him. I think I would, I was, the whole time I was thinking I would go with the horse-headed musician, but I saw a different one where a horse-headed guy was playing like a saxophone or something, and I thought it was awesome. Um, I haven't seen any convincing dog-headed musicians where the music is any good at all. I haven't seen that myself. Not even that Rick Springfield album cover with the dog mm. in the dress shirt? That's different. That's not a YouTube video of someone with a dog's head playing music and doing well. Oh. Sorry. What about that time that I was bludgeoned to death by horsehead bookends? Uh, That was an unfortunate incident and also not a YouTube video where a musician was playing something while having a horse's head. Yeah, I guess I'm not even sure why I brought it up. (laughs) Um, I'm going to stick with horsehead musician. And you think it is T-Tony Tone who is the horseheaded musician? Gotta be. It's got to be. It looks exactly like him is what you're saying. I'd recognize those quick wrists anywhere. Yeah. Wow. What a guy. Plus, he's got one of those uh, furry tank covers on his toilet mm, like your aunt used to have in the early 80s. Yes. You remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like green or pink. Oh, yeah. Carpet on the top, around the middle, rug underneath, in an already carpeted bathroom. Yes. And then she'd try to get the dyed toilet papers to match the toilet cover. Honestly, I miss it. Honestly. Well, go over to T-Tony's. He's got the whole setup. The plush level in there was just wonderful. And to dig your toes into that shag carpet. Crystallized urine shag. Yeah. I love it. Something about that. It's nice. A little taste of home, you know what I mean? Taste it in the air. 
Do you remember the cush the cushion seat? I do. I, I remember that my grandmother's always had the cushion seat. I remember the people who had that and it had a rip in it, and then sometimes you'd cut your ass on it when you sat down. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't remember that. I remember sitting down. I remember the sound, the pfft, the pfft sound when you'd sit on that bad boy. Yeah, stuff in the bathroom was a lot more fun back in the day. Cush. Now it's all business. Yeah. Nobody has the cush seat now. Ton, speaking of business, I think it's time to get down to some. It's come to my attention. This is a terrible grievance. Terrible oversight on your part. Oh, okay. It's been some time since we've gone to Dumas Walker. Oh, wow. I don't know if you realized. I didn't. Say it's time we take another trip. Let's do it. This is Nimol. I'm a singer from Dengue Fever. You are listening to the Five House. 
It's 12.35 By the clock up in the steeple Across the street It's 12.35 And my roommate should be in her bed asleep
Hi, this is John Ashton. You're listening to The Five Count. Have a great day and uh, enjoy the show.
and fake the bugs. Bring the bugs and fake the bugs. Bring the bugs and fake the bugs. It's hammer time. Yes. Welcome back to the five count. Really, really fantastic program so far. Bumps in the bump. Yeah, man. I like the girls with the pumps in the bump. It's true. Tun's always saying that. Mm. Wow. Also, some words of advice from Tun. Never trust a big butt and a smile. (laughs) Yeah. Danger zone. Hey, we're back. It's been a good night. We had Blackie Lawless from Wasp on the program. Yeah. Doesn't get much more metal than that. I think you're right. Wasp is coming to the Fillmore in Minneapolis on August 16th. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just skip Ribfest and head right there? Skip it. You think Wasp is going to play Ribfest? No. No. Too metal. Way too metal. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it on a full stomach. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Son, guess what else? I interviewed a singer named Maud Hickson. She's playing at the Wow Zone on June 25th. At the Wow Zone? Yeah. That's uh, tomorrow if you're listening to this on KMSU. Wow. It's a fundraiser for the Betsy Tacy Society. Oh, cool. And Lona forced me to do it. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Well, when Lona asks you to do something, you got to say yes. She was purple in my nurples. Wow. So I had no choice. Wow. <laughs> you know, when she gets a hold of you. Yeah. That's about it. It is. That's crazy. So Maud Hickson is coming to town. Wasp is coming to town. Donna already lives in the town. Yeah. Man, what a great summer. I'll see you at the wow zone is what I'm saying. 
What else are you saying, son? I know you're kind of sad to go. It's been a good run. It's been pretty good. What do you mean? Like, we're done fully? Done for the night. Okay. No, we've got uh, coming up, I believe, a brand new segment on our Patreon page entitled Ton Reads He Man. <laughs> do we really? It's available now. Finally. Wow. You, you should probably get on Patreon. Hear everything all the kids are talking about. Somebody's kid's probably listening. Your kid could be listening. Tell you what, if you are a, a person of similar age as us and possibly still have your old He-Man books from childhood, you're going to want to get them out because it's very possible that I have read it and it will be played on Patreon. It has the the, the, the page-turning chime and everything. I've, I've spent countless hours... Putting together these He-Man audiobooks. Just for you. Yeah, they've got actual He-Man soundtrack backing tracks, uh, tons of sound effects for everything that, you know, all the possible punches and hits and all that. It depends on which one. The very first one has far less. Um, It's the book called The Trap. But uh, all the rest of them, they just increase, increase. I couldn't help myself. They increase in all the extra sound effects. All the way till... Time Trouble, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's the most suspenseful audiobook I think anyone could possibly ever listen to. Wow. If that's not enough to get you to sign up, then you must be dead. It's amazing. Or just a jerk. You're going to want to check it out. You also get early access to this program so you can listen to it on your favorite podcasting apps on a Thursday morning. Let me tell you this. If you're any kind of a He-Man fan, you're going to absolutely love it. And I have listened to the original He-Man. There was some audiobooks that were released, and they're terrible in comparison. No joke. I was going to call it He-Man Reads He-Man, but I thought that might get confusing for the listeners. Yeah. So I just used your government name. Ton. Yeah, that makes sense. They're really good. You know what else is good? I mean, well, it's a thing you could watch. The Five Count Co-op. Yeah, man. It's on YouTube. We're on YouTube also. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Ton plays video games and shouts and gets really animated like the first time your uncle played Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) That's how Ton acts. Oh, man. That was really fun. I actually rewatched that just today just because I saw the Twitter activity, people going nuts over me going nuts, and it was pretty funny. Oh, I was going completely insane. Well, I think we're done. Thanks again to Blackie Lawless for being on the show. Thank you so much. And I guess we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. You have now come to the end of this side of the recording. Please turn it over for the conclusion of the story.